Uh-oh. It's another episode. Hope you guys like that little break. Uh, I gave you guys a couple of days off here. I've been recording like crazy. And if this is your first episode, welcome to The End with Adam. I'm your host, Adam. And guess what? You found me right here at the end. I wanted to go ahead and record another one-man episode for this week. I do have some guests coming up, and there's going to be some great old good fat, good old-fashioned interviews happening uh, towards the end of this month, but I did want to kind of go back to where we started, which was this one-man show, and talk to you guys again, you know, mano y mano, uh, and just kind of recap the last couple of weeks and anything you guys could have missed, and just talk about what's going on on my end of things. How's the uh, winter been for everybody? If you're on the west coast, fuck you. But all my friends here on the east coast, how's winter been? For me it was uh, a transformative experience. This winter was something that I could have never have imagined when I first moved back to Michigan. You know, I was very, very sure that I wouldn't meet anybody, I wouldn't have any fun I would just be at home playing with my dog, hanging out with my parents. And I was content with that when I first came to Michigan in May of 2021. And, you know, as time went on, I was pretty much proven right for the first three to four months. And, you know, when you're living like that in a very solitary, repetitive way, you know, you can start to really believe that that's what your life is going to be. You know, if you're not given any reason to think otherwise just living like that where you just get up go to work say hello to the same two people play with your dog you know maybe work out eat some dinner go to bed rinse repeat same day and you're not getting any stimuli you're not meeting anybody new there's no meet cutes you don't accidentally bump into a girl that doesn't happen especially in the adult world no you are subjected to an endless cycle of the same thing over and over again. And for the first four months, I was just like, you know what? That's what my life is going to be. I'd rather have peace than chaos. Who gives a fuck? Then I met somebody for about three months. I was, you know, dealing with her and that was cool. And it kind of dropped me off on the other end where I'm at right now. And I'm like, holy shit, where the fuck did the time go? It's already starting to become spring, you know, here where I live in Michigan, it can get really dark really fast in the winter time, so the days just start moving at a different pace than you're used to if you're somebody who's lived in a pretty sunny, you know, kind of uh, environment. So it took a while for my body to just get adjusted to this sort of dark, cold, sort of subarctic kind of atmosphere. And one of the things I learned from being here is when you live in an environment like that, in a climate like that, people obviously behave and do different things. Um, I was used to, you know, walking around. Maybe there's a nice little street with a lot of bars. You know, you go hang out around there and, you know, maybe you meet some people and that's kind of how, you know, your your Friday might start. Or, you know, maybe there's a show somewhere. Like when I used to live in New Orleans, there was a lot of live music. So you just go somewhere where there's a lot of live music and then that's where you, you know, start to talk to people and hang out. And that was sort of the ways that I would be social. But when you're in a cold climate where four to five months out of the year, it's impossible to go outside, you realize that people are not doing that. And the social 
kind of oases that you had looked for in these warmer climates don't exist in these colder climates. And for me, that was very jarring, you know, just being somewhere where I didn't see a lot of people, very minimal human interaction. This is coming off of COVID, guys. You know, I'd already spent a year basically locked in my apartment in Los Angeles. So I come here and, you know, of course, I'm starving for human interaction. And, you know, I get a little bit of it when it's warm in May and then right when the fucking doors close and the gets cold outside and the snow starts falling, you're back inside. And it was almost like having a double lockdown in a, in a, in a weird way. But it taught me a lot about myself. Um, one of the number one things that this winter has forced me to have to confront is being alone with myself, being alone without any stimulation, without any hope of being stimulated by a human or by music or by anything like anything just being okay with silence or with sitting in a room entertaining yourself for days on end and I had to learn how to do that and I feel like people in Michigan are experts at it so I had a lot of people around me who kind of gave me good pointers I even had a girl who told me that a great way to spend time in the deep winter is to just go to a grocery store and walk around and I've been doing that because it's a great way to just get out of your house and get out of your own head when you live in these kinds of conditions. And I'm sure some of my uh, listeners who are probably from Michigan or from snowy areas like this can understand like the things that you have to do to keep yourself occupied during the winter. And uh, I was doing a lot of this. I was doing a lot of podcasting. Um, I like I said, I, I had a girlfriend at the time, so that was you know every couple of days I'd go and you know hang out over there, and that really breathed a lot of life into my soul. I mean, <laughs> I was really just like I said, I was getting used to the idea that I would not have that kind of a life, and that I would have a very uh, you know lonely existence for quite some time, and that loneliness was starting to become my norm. I was actually starting to become quite comfortable with being alone, you know, having my friends at long distance, right? Like, I still have my friends, you guys have heard them on the podcast, but they live everywhere. Like, Davin's in Mexico, got a friend still out in Maryland, got friends in Philly, got friends in LA, New York, DC, Austin, I just, everybody's everywhere. So, I can still talk to those people, but my people in my physical day-to-day life, um, it's just my family. And I had to, that was a big um, change in my lifestyle. I'd always been surrounded by friends. I would have roommates, people I could go and hang out with. And when all that's taken from you and you only really get to hang out with yourself, you really learn about yourself in a way that you probably weren't learning about yourself prior because you've got no other distractions. You've got to realize what your habits are. You've got to realize what you like to do and what you don't like to do. Like truly, what do you truly like to do? And those are the things that I had to confront myself with. Like, what do I truly like to do? Okay, if I don't go to a bar on a Friday night, and if I don't go, you know, downtown to a club, or if I don't see a, a, a big music set, what do I do? And when you're in a place like Michigan, the answers typically are play cards, board games, you know, stuff that you thought you wouldn't do anymore because you've grown up and you're an adult start becoming very important during the winter in Michigan, especially if you're somebody like me whose partying days are pretty much over and you just want to be a regular citizen, but still have fun from time to time. Um, So that's kind of where this, I guess this epoch of my life, because it really did feel like a block of my life this past winter. Like there's a lot of moments in this past winter that 
I'm going to remember for a long time. You know, they're not things that are just going to go sort of, you know, right over my head and I don't think about them again. I had a lot of iconic moments this this past winter. And um, even though I spent most of it inside, most of it by myself, most of it doing this podcast and kind of living a somewhat mundane life, um, when I think about the big moments, it was something that was transformative this past winter because, like I said, I had to really learn myself and I had to learn what things I wanted to grow out of and what things I wanted to keep. And this, this really kind of boiled it down for me. It made it so that I couldn't confront anything else before I confronted myself. And I hope for all of you that you get to have an experience like that in your life, like not being lonely for months on end or years on end. Not not that. I don't think anyone needs that. But having a time where you have minimal distractions, no girlfriend, no friends, no, you know, big job to put your whole self value into. It's just you out there, you know, with whatever you've got, whoever you are as a person, what is your character? You know, these are things that people typically don't want to face or are not faced with on a regular basis because they have enough distractions to keep them preoccupied where they don't really have to consider who they are. And uh, that was what I experienced. I had to consider who am I? What am I really doing here? What do I enjoy? You know? So I would really hope that you guys, even if it's like a meditative thing, like maybe go out into the woods or fucking rent uh, an Airbnb for a week or something. Turn your phone off and just be by yourself. Go to a new town. That's what everybody should do. Everybody listening to this, go and find a town near you, like two, three hours away. It can't be super close. And find an Airbnb there for a weekend. If you're not, you don't have a lot of money, it's fine. Like, you know, save up for this. And buy a, an Airbnb or a hotel or a motel. It doesn't matter where, where you're sleeping. You just need a place to sleep. And experience going around in that town. You don't know anyone. And, you know, feeding yourself, entertaining yourself, finding out where the streets are, talking to people to understand the lay of the land. These are all things that um, have become normalcy to me because I've moved so much and I'm always a stranger in a strange land. But also they're incredibly, incredibly strong skills to have as a person. Like you can drop me anywhere and I can pretty much figure out how to live in, in under a month anywhere in this country. Most people I know cannot do that. Uh, most people in Michigan that I've met could not do that. Uh, and it's, it's a blessing and a curse, but it's definitely something that I think all of us should experience for at least, you know, one or two times in your life, just to see how you react. How are you when there is no other stimuli around you? What are you like? What are you like when no one's watching, when the people that you know are hours and hours away? What do you do? So, yeah, I'm posing that question because I'm curious to see who actually takes that call and answers that call. Uh, But if you do answer it, please let me know what goes on. go ahead and just email me at adamalbari at gmail.com and just give me a you know little piece of your story or write the whole story out or just fucking you know ask me for my number and call me and just tell me everything that happened these are the stories that i'm always very interested in is how do people become themselves what is it in them that makes them a unique person and you really find that out when you are alone So I'd love to hear you guys and hear what you guys have to say.
So anyways, I'm going to move on to the second segment here. So let's end this one. But that was my winter experience in Michigan, guys. Wow, wow, wow. Um, During that break, I watched the Gerard Carmichael special Rothaniel on HBO. Big recommend. Everybody watch that. Everybody watch that. That was the comedy special that I needed to see. Uh, And I think it'll be a comedy special that you guys like. You know, I'm not a huge fan of comedy specials. I love comedy. I love going out and seeing a comedian, even if it's an open mic. Something very special and magical about that, even if it's bad. There's just something cool about seeing people work out jokes. But uh, when you translate that into film and you're, you know, recording them and then it's put on TV as a special, you lose like a lot of the energy of a stand-up special or sorry, a stand-up act. It is really meant to be seen live. So if you're one of those people who maybe you don't like stand-up comedy or it never really rubbed off on you because, you know, and you've only seen specials, it's probably why, you know, specials are, I feel like something that only people who've already seen it live can truly appreciate. And um, I got to say, with Gerard Carmichael, I was never a huge fan of his. I always followed his career because I thought he was an interesting guy, smart guy, really good writer. Uh, but I never really like laughed out loud at a lot of his comedy. Um, and this special was very, very intimate. Like He reveals a lot of things about himself that he's never talked about. Uh, it's extremely intimate. Uh, so... It was a real good look at this particular person and where they are in their life. And I think about the kind of courage that it took for him. And if you've seen the special, then you know that it took a lot of courage for him to talk about some of the things that he talked about. But that kind of courage that you see come out of him, uh, I thought was just an incredible display of humanity. And it was still funny, which was interesting. Like. I hadn't laughed out loud before, but on this special, even though it was somewhat dark, somewhat emotional, it was actually his funniest special yet, I gotta say. So, big recommendation. Check out the uh, Rothaniel. That's what it's literally called, Rothaniel, um, on HBO by Gerard Carmichael. Big recommend. But anyways, where the fuck were we, guys? Where were we? I'm sure in that last segment... Uh, I talked about uh, a few things in in regards to, you know, just where I am and what's happened over the course of this last season. And um, I think for a lot of you, it doesn't really surprise you that I felt that way about this past, you know, four or five months because I'd been podcasting that entire time. So you guys probably know, probably better than I do, you know, where my head was at at certain parts of this year. And uh, I think you guys can probably tell that I've, I've been through a lot. You know, a lot has happened to me in a way that I was not expecting it to when I moved to Michigan. I was expecting just, I mean, what I got in the beginning, which was nothing, you know, like suburban life, playing with my dog, just sitting around watching TV, and that would be it. But I was taken on multiple adventures this uh, this year, and it's just incredible where life takes you and it can be really devastating sometimes. Um, I think for me, one of the things I really realized about myself uh, that I didn't know before, this is what's crazy about having to live with yourself and really look at yourself hard in the mirror as you start to notice things you didn't know before. But uh, I really learned about myself that I can't, um, I can't act. I can't pretend to be who I already am. 
And I think for a lot of this year, I was really attempting to be not somebody that I wasn't, I was still myself, but I was definitely restricting, you know, a lot of my personality and keeping myself a little bit closed off from how I comfortable acting or comfortable talking. And I think that's just because during this time, I was a little bit unsure of myself. You know, a lot had happened in LA, COVID was going on. It was just a very uncertain time for me. And I didn't really know what I was going to do or how I should be. You know, I was growing up, I was, I'm still growing up, but you know, you constantly have to check back with yourself and say, you know, am I the person that I want to be? And this year, there was a lot of checking back and there was a lot of being disappointed in myself and realizing, Hey, I'm not where I want to be. And, uh, that's okay too. You know, that's okay. You can be disappointed in yourself, guys. You don't have to hate yourself for that. Something I just learned is that you can actually do things that you're not happy about and not hate yourself for it. You just got to learn from them and you have to take accountability of those things and you have to just try your best to not repeat them again. But if you do, still don't be mad at yourself. Doesn't help. I got some really great advice from uh, John, who's been on this podcast uh, a couple weeks ago. He, I, I was going through some stuff and I asked him about it just to get some advice. And John, as wise as he is, said, I bet you've been spending a lot of time just hating yourself for what you did and how you feel. And I was like, yeah, I have. And he's like, how has that been going? Has that helped you? Have you figured anything out from hating yourself? And I said, no. And he said, good. So stop doing it. It's that simple. It doesn't help you. It doesn't fix anything. It doesn't make your life better. It's just destructive. So I think for me moving forward, um, self-love is number one. If you don't love yourself, you can't love other people, guys. If you don't love you, I will fucking repeat that again. If you don't love yourself, you cannot love other people. And I think for a lot of people, that's like, duh, of course. But what are we really doing to love ourselves? You know, what are we really doing to prove to ourselves that we are valuable, that we are somebody that should be treated well, that we are someone that we should respect? You know, you should respect yourself. And there's little affirming things you can do that will help you understand that and will help you. Oops. I know that was super disruptive. Uh, I was right in the middle of a thought and uh, I had somebody come into my room. So sorry about that, guys. I'm going to continue to try to pick up where the fuck I left off. I'm so sorry. You know, I try to record this podcast as uninterrupted as I can. But, you know, life calls and sometimes you get interrupted. But uh, I don't even want to continue what I was talking about earlier. I think I was pretty much wrapping up that thought. I think at this point... What I do want to move towards is just some, I guess some, uh, <laughs> what's the word? What have I been doing recently? I guess uh, trying to both hype myself and you guys up and try to, you know, not leave you with good words. That's a stupid thing to say, but to try to give you an impact that lands positively. That sounded even stupider. So I'm going to just go ahead and do what I was going to do. I'm at a juncture in my life, as some of you can probably notice, where I am taking inventory of a lot of things. And as I talked about in that last segment, I do realize that I've kind of got a bit of a shortage of self-love. And I think a lot of you guys might be in the same place as I'm in. So 
one of the things I want to do to actually attack that and say, hey, let's try to bring more self-love into our lives is let's actually try to remember the good things that you and I have done, you know, in our lives and number them, like actually write them down. What are things that you are proud of, that you accomplished? And hold those things, take those things seriously. Take those things, even if they're little things, you may have fucking, you know, won the 400 meter dash in high school and that was a big moment for you. Write that fucking shit down. And it's stupid, right? It's like, what am I, a child? Why am I writing down all my accomplishments? Because you are. Because you need that. Because you genuinely need to remember who you are so that you can always look back on that and say, hey, you know, I might be in a transitionary part of my life. Things may not be going my way. Blah, 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 blah. But think about when you did that. Think about when you did X. Or think about when you did Y. And the importance of remembering those things is to remember that you're capable. That if things aren't working out with you for you right now, that they're a temporary thing. That your capabilities will show themselves if you work hard enough and if you focus. But you have to remember. You have to go back to a time where, and it could have, like I said, been a small thing. Where you completed something or you did something to a satisfactory level for yourself. Or you completed a task that you did not believe you could complete. Think about those times. Make those times special. Count them. Try to remember how many times it happened. Try to remember the last time it happened. May have been a long-ass time from now. That doesn't fucking matter. It can happen. And it's happened before, so it'll happen again. I think those are the kinds of things we have to do at this point, right? At this point, I think it's important to not just count our blessings, but count our wins not focus on our losses, and just keep moving forward. And I think anybody that's got something that they're doing that they're dedicated to, like for me, it's this podcast, right? Or for other people, it might be going on a run every day, or it might be trying to get back in the gym. If you're trying to dedicate yourself to something, I want to help you because I am trying to do that for myself. So this is uh, really just meant to make sure that, you know, whatever it is you're trying to do, that you stick with it and that you know that you're capable of doing it. I think that that might um, be the the biggest platitude I've ever thrown out on this podcast. But I think for anybody listening, um, why not hear that today? You know, why not hear somebody directly tell you, you can do it, whatever it is, you can do it. And uh, I want to make sure that people hear that more. I want to hear that more. I want to hear myself say it to people more. It's always such a good feeling when you encourage someone, right? such a good feeling when you see that somebody near you is interested in something and they have an aptitude for it, but they're just not quite sure exactly how to move forward. And you tell them, you just say, hey, man, you're good at that and keep fucking going. Isn't that such a good feeling when you tell somebody that? Well, guess what? On this episode today, I'm telling you. And it makes me feel fucking great. And honestly, it's so much better to give that kind of encouragement than to receive it. It really is. So... Another great thing you can do is if you have got a roommate, you live with your family, whatever the fuck it is, strike up a conversation with them, figure out a goal that they want to achieve soon, and tell them that they can fucking do it. Sometimes people just need to fucking hear that. You can do it. I want you to just text somebody that you know right now and just be, yo, you can fucking do it, man. Don't ever doubt yourself. These are the things that people need to hear, guys. So let's, let's do it. Let's be that person today. 
in closing, I do want to say that uh, the podcast and the people who've been listening have been so great to me. And um, I do want to just give, you know, people who are listening who might know me personally, kind of a disclaimer. Um, I'm only going to get more honest with this podcast, not going backwards, only going forwards. I'm going to talk about my perspective on things and how I felt in certain situations. And if you know me and you don't want to hear that, or it might be too, whatever, intimate for you, or, you know, you're just not ready to hear certain stories or hear my interpretation of certain things, don't listen to this podcast. Um, Really, if you're hearing my voice right now and you know that I'm talking to you, don't listen to this if it upsets you. Uh, if you're somebody that understands the journey that I'm going on and understands why I tell the stories that I tell and you might still know me and you understand why, you know, I might have told a story or might have talked about something that may not have, you know, put other people in that story to a good light or might have just talked about a a point in your life that you don't necessarily want to remember. I'm sorry in advance. Um, but I'm going to talk about it if I was involved in it. I'm never going to say your names. I'm never going to identify you if you know, you're know you not somebody that I have already had that explicit, um, that explicit allowance to do that. I would never do that. But you know, if it's still something that, for whatever reason, you know, it's too uh, emotional for you, this is not the show for you guys. Um, so yeah, that, that's just a little disclaimer. For the people who don't know me, who just listened to the show, it probably sounded very weird, but you've got to do that. And um, I do need to make sure that as much as I love to get out my ideas and talk about my life and do a sort of self-therapy on this podcast, I do have to be cognizant of, hey, these are real stories. Real people happen, or this happened to, and I have to give that the necessary respect. So while I try to do that, if there are people that are listening that for whatever reason, you know, they can identify themselves in one of my stories and they come and they text me or they call me and fucking, no, oh, I didn't like how you said, just don't fucking listen to it. How about that? But anyways, um, I, uh, again, appreciate everybody for listening and, um, I definitely want to keep doing like these kinds of, what are they called? Positive affirmation episodes. Sure. Let's call it that positive affirmation episode, just because I think it is so fucking powerful. And anytime I hear it on a podcast or anytime I'm listening to something and they directly address, you know, any of the issues that I might be going through, it's always a huge help throughout my day. So that's what I wanted to do for you guys today on this episode. Uh, if you guys do want to listen to any other episodes, please check out my website at www.theendwithadam.com. And of course, follow me on Instagram at A underscore B-A-A-R-I. And that would be the best place to see any updates about the podcast, talk to me directly, or just, you know, follow my weird life. But otherwise, um, I really appreciate you guys listening to this and um I'm going to keep making more episodes like this. So love you.